Appreciate you, man. Yeah, right. I ain't even gotta look at it, man. It should be pretty good. I'm not gonna look at it. I ain't gonna look at it, man. It should be okay. Y'all rate it. Y'all tell me how it is. You know. Hopefully, I did what you want me to do. Yeah. You can finish chatting. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Sendo Entertain, and we're back with another video of Chop Talk, and we're on episode five. Five is a lucky number. If you haven't already, check out my documentary. We're here with the official John J.B. Bivens, the celebrity barber, the traveler, the old head barber. Can we get a round of applause? Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but... Uh, we switched it up. I'm doing a house call. Well, he's doing a house call for me. I'm getting a haircut. I had to switch it up. Looking kind of rough right now, but you know, switching it up. Uh, as I said before, check out the documentary. Uh, I am a new new to the barber industry. Um, I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, started I started cutting hair five years ago, and we got. You got John here. Tell us when you started cutting. Well, I started cutting probably as a preteen, actually. Uh, I think I may have been like 12, 11, 12, when my dad had bought some Clippers home. He was a salesman in the hair care industry and bought Clippers home. So it, that's when I first was introduced to Clippers as as like an early preteen. Oh. So I, I cut hair all through high school, things like that. Just playing with the Clippers like that, but then I shifted, went to college, kept cutting people through, you know, throughout that time, decided to go, you know, go get licensed, well, I stepped away a while from doing that, um, and I didn't get go to school until, like, I was, like, 32, I was 32 at the time, Yeah. so... That's when I decided to, you know, like Probably, change my industry. Yeah. I was in the sales, I was in the uh, restaurant and retail business during that time. I was a restaurant and uh, retail manager for, for several like top shelf brands. And then I decided, you know, after all those management trainings, I was going to, you know, once I got out of barber school, I was going to own and do things like that. And here I am. I graduated. How many, how many years in the game? Um, licensed years in the game. Um, 2001, I got my license after being in school from 99, 1999 to 2001, and I went to school part-time because I had a family at that time. And, uh, I'm 20, 22 years licensed, 22 years license. licensed barber, and I'm licensed in Illinois, Indiana, and the state of Georgia, Love to hear. And, a, and a barber instructor as well. So you said 22 years in the game, years licensed. Ago. Yep. So you probably like, probably like, 30 years touching the Clippers though. 30 plus years touching. The Clippers. Yeah, 30 plus years. Yeah. You think you so? Heck, I cut my hair for my prom, <laughs> for my prom pictures. You cut your own hair? Yeah, I cut my hair for my own uh, high school graduation pictures. Oh wow. Like that. I cut all my friends for. Uh, graduation pictures. Were, were you charging your friend? Yeah, like three dollars. Three dollars. Five dollars. This didn't... was in my mother's. This was in my mother's basement. Mm. Old bathroom. Do, do they get free haircuts now? For my friends? Yeah. No, they they took care of me because I they all were uh, when I worked in the shop working on the salon and barber shop. They all were my clients. Nope. Nope. Now, if they, if they say they need, need me, they got me all the time. But most of the time, they just come in, hand me the money. I don't even look at it. They know they know my worth. They know the levels that we've been through together. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't have to count my friends' money. Okay. Never. I never. I'm never that rigid with my day ones, with my day one people at all. Never that rigid. What would you say made you want to, like, like, why'd you want to cut hair? Right. Um, I was looking at the time, I was looking for a new career. Mm -hmm. And I had been cutting. Nah, I'm, like, I'm talking about, so how old were you when you started cutting? What, uh, 
cut my friends officially, probably high school age. I, I counted the first day you picked up them Clippers, you know? Man, I, um, I, was, I was cutting myself, like, at preteen, 12, 12, anywhere from 10 to 12 years old. Ten. I was, again, I was plugging myself. So I learned how to fix a, I learned how to fix a mistake. You say how old were you? Between 10 and 12 years old. Okay. Yeah. 10 and 12. Yeah. By the time I reached That's high re school, I was still plugging myself a little bit. But I, I, I was used to it. I learned how to fix a mistake before I actually learned how to cut a whole head. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me good. Fixing mistakes. Learning how to adjust the purpose. Learning to grab bigger guards. Learning to go in the grain, with the grain, against the grain. That's how you fix a ball spot. Turn it off. Okay. That's how you fix a ball spot. You go in it Touch and it. bring it down and see, see if it's blending. And then you see where it's going. If it's not using with that guard, you go grab another guard. Lower. Mm -hmm. One step. I would take the guards in levels because that's why they got ones, twos, threes. And the flippers I was using at the time were wall, and they were fourteen ninety nine. So oh. I cut hair with them, and I lined with them. I would pour alcohol on the blade after I cut, brush it off, brush it off. And, and use them to line. And I, and I was always known as a person that did great lines. My lines was always on point. So, at that stage, and then when I got in high school, people started like, man, well, my friends knew, my closer friends. So, guys that I knew, my cousin, his good best friend, his best friend became one of my best friends. And then he was always telling people about me. And they would be at my mother's house, three, four dollars, getting haircuts and stuff like that. And they were all getting this. Even all over, and we know. wore waves. Oh, okay. So you were used to that. So I, I was good. We weren't even tapering it. Um, I was doing designs like arrows. I wore an arrow in the front of my head. Like an avatar? Like first design. I wore that on my graduation pictures. Mm. Me and my friend. So my friend got an arrow on the side of his head. I threw the line and did the arrow right there. And I did an arrow up the middle of my head. A skinny arrow or like a big arrow? Nah, mine were fine because my lines were on point. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't like nothing wide. I ain't do nothing wide, you know. And that's in the I used system. to get. I used to get a lot of designs on my head too. Like yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really like trip. Yeah. I didn't really trip. I'm gonna see how these work. Like I used to get a star on my head, and the whole star. Star too. Though. Yeah, like the whole star was like bald. Like I mean, not the whole star. Inside the star was bald, mm. but it was outlined twice. If you know what I mean. So who was like who was around you when it came to like when it came to your barber and stuff like what were everybody else thinking? They were thinking I was good. So I so no, so no one it. so no one like was like ah oh, nah you gonna be you gonna be messing messing our heads up. Nope, everybody everybody trusted me. I'm surprised by I that. Even had, I even had one of my friends that had a baby had a baby in high school. He bought this. I gave his son his first haircut. Now his son is grown and about to get married, and and I I, I practically raised him. From uh, he got his first haircut at one, now he's almost going on forty years old. Hmm. He was like my, he always says he was my first my first client. Yeah. Yeah. He always says it. So those That's guys good. were around me, and those guys did not care. It's crazy because when I started, I ain't gonna lie, like a lot of people, I probably watch it, but a lot of people would, um, <laughs> a lot of people would literally tell me like, I mean, some people, you know what I'm saying, but everybody got their opinion, but I don't know, I was just so goofy, I was, I mean, I was, I don't say goofy, but everybody knew I was always goofing around, especially when I was in high school, mm -hmm. so no one really... No one really wanted to take the chance of letting me cut their hair. You know, it was a blessing, but it was also something I was like, man, let me prove, let me prove to y'all, like, I can actually cut hair. Or I can learn how to cut hair. But it, it really wasn't for them, though, so. So you received the fruits of your labor in college, like I did. No, in high school. Well, you got oh, something oh, yeah, in high yeah, school. Yeah, but but what? In, in college, my, 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 my clientele was worldwide on college campus. Yeah. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. $3.00. Five dollars in the room. I don't care if dudes. We were sweating, body slamming each other. We was wrestling. It was hot. We were drinking. You know, we were setting it out in our room, tripping. Uh huh. Like always. Yeah. 
So things like that. Things like that. Yeah. I, as soon as I, but I had a little, I had a love for the people. Yeah. As soon as I got to school, um, a lot of people started to say I was doing, I was doing pretty good, you know. But it was really for myself, so. But I mean. So so did you, so you ain't end up going to college, right? Or yeah, did you? I did. Yeah, so where'd you end up going? That's how you and Carbon did. And and those same friends that I did in high school, we all ended up going to the same, same college. college. And you was cutting over there too. Man, I blew up in college. Oh, so you was busy. Okay. And guess what? Those people now that I'm a professional, all of my college friends turn into my clients. Yeah, that's how, that's like literally. Client, like, yeah, a lot of a lot of my. Higher. Yeah, a lot of my clients are, a lot of my clients are from, well, in the city, but mm-hmm. when I was in college, it was most of my college friends. Some of them still come to me. Oh, yeah. 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 It's big time. I mean, they're the ones that really, I mean, my, my homie Noble let me start on his head first. Yeah, yeah I used to do my brothers. Yeah, then my brother right after me. Always my brothers. And then my I did, sister yeah. sister wanted her, side of her head, shaved. My sister knows how to cut hair. My brothers knew how to do stuff with the clippers and do their faces and things like that. So everybody was picking up. Everybody had clippers. If not nothing else, everybody had great, you know, great liners. Yeah. Literally. I'll, everybody had those. I definitely I definitely had like two two friends that let me cut the hair, uh, Noble and Eman. And they like I ain't gonna lie, like I that's I had it was something I, like, I really couldn't do on somebody else, but I don't know. I really couldn't even fade. I couldn't even, but it was something to learn. I was, hmm. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When when you was in high school, were you, so when did you start, like, wanting to, like, have all these clients, like, or when did you start charging people, like, more than $10, and, and you knew you was, like, you got some passion in there? When I finally jumped in the business, when I finally jumped in uh, after undergrad and I decided to leave leave retail sales and um, restaurant management alone and go to barber school, and I was like age 32, that's when I decided and I knew that I was about to do it. So I did that like that, and they would come up to the barber school so that I could get haircuts. And when I stopped them from coming to the barber school, I brought them back in this same room right here. You know, as I was uh, so, the, so, so this room, uh, so you had this, this case for a minute? This room How long? This room was part of history. 20-some years. Yeah. I started, these are my original hooks that I put in here in 1999 when we bought the house. These, I put those, those hooks right there that you're looking at, I put those in this room when I went to barber school. Nice. Those hooks right there. And this is when I started cutting in there, in this room. And I would have people in here. Some of the same people. Hmm. Nah, that's, that's, that's real good. Yeah. Um, did you, so, you know, I I I I don't I don't blame you now. It's it's a good that's a good hustle because it's more than a hustle. Yeah, it's more than a hustle. It's not, and it's that, and yeah, and that's and what that's I realized. We have to tell people. Yeah, that's what it's I realized. Because like when I was in college, it was more of a hustle to me. It, it, that's what I was doing. Yeah, because I was hustling. I was yeah, really hustling, and so like, but. But eventually, I start realizing, like, man, like, I can really have fun with this. Because it's like, yeah. But I didn't start actually having passion into it until I came to the city. Because I'm like, what am I going to do with this skill? Yeah. So, you got an LLC and all of that? You did that on business mm-hmm. side and all of that? Mm-hmm. I got a, No, I got a corporation. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My corporation... As as old as my my career, I did that immediately. Yeah, that's. that's I went into the, I wanted to open in my shops with when I opened my shops, I had all that in place: EIN number, business name, corporation, 
shop name, everything. And my shop name was what the business name is. Mm. So how, how was it cutting like those different type of teams? The players and stuff? Yeah. It's cool. What, 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 what teams was it again? You said you were nervous? Oh no, Chicago Bears. And you were doing all different type of hair textures? Man, please. Everybody. The white, the white players. Brian Erlacher was my client. Thomas Jones. Devin Hester was my client. Oh wow. Like, I, yeah, I had all of us. I had all of us. I went to the Super Bowl with them. I was a Super Bowl, locker room Super Bowl barber. Oh, you went to the Super Bowl? What year? The 06 07 season when the Bears went against the Colts. I was a Super Bowl rider. Oh, and, and that's that's the one you took uh, Jordan to, right? Uh, which I took Jamal to the NFC uh, Championships and oh. all of that. Jordan didn't go. Jamal was like 10, 10, 10. You know, he was. So Jam, Jor, Jor, Jamal got to go to all that. Jordan might have been. Mm-hmm. They're seven years apart. Right. So Jordan might have couldn't go. Jamal went to all of that type of stuff. The Bears, Jamal was always there. They love Jamal. They know him. We're talking about Israel Adonijee. That's our friend. They love Israel. Loves Jordan. Adewale mm-hmm. um, Okay, I'm around. Those are my guys. Yeah. The Tommy Harris. The, so you, you think those, those are my guys. So what the time? Whole what, so what time would you have to like be there over there? Like uh, before the game started? Practice, practice, practice Wednesday. Oh, practice, practice on Wednesday. So that's when you first day of the week for them. Oh. Uh, First day of the week is Wednesday for the, for the NFL. And that's the first practice day of each work week. Monday and Tuesday, they would they would they would they would find their injuries, do film on Monday when they travel back in. Tuesday they'll go do charity work all over the city of Chicago. Right. Wednesday's the first day of practice. Pads, everything, cleats, everything. Yeah. So I would be like, I would be in the locker room when they come off the field. They'll uh-huh. come in. Pads and, and you cut you gloves cut. off. So what day what day of the week would you cut them? Wednesday, on Wednesday? Wednesday, I, I did the Bears on Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesday at the team facility. Right. Then after the team facility, if if some of those guys had obligations or something, they'll invite me. I I became friends with them. They'd invite yeah. me to come over to their house. So you built a lot of after rest. that night, all night Wednesday. Then they'll be texting me. They was like, I'll see you Friday at the team hotel. If they were at home. Yeah. If they weren't, I would see them Friday up in the day at the facility. That's where they did chapel. They would have Bible study. Oh, yeah. They would do chiropractor. They would do all that type of stuff on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, and then get ready to travel on Saturday. Wow. So, so, um, I, 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 so I was at the facility. I cut the coaches. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Like, oh, Lovey. Lovey <laughs> Smith was the coach. He was bald though. Yes. So you just, it? yeah. I mean, he still gave like his kids and his. He did a haircut. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wasn't saying like he was bald though, but like, because like it, it's not. Nah, the thing is, is that like when people are bald, they have like, you, I know specifically for bald people, they don't let any bald, they don't let any barber cut their hair. Like you're not just letting any barber cut your, cut their hair, you know, because you know they really using a razor blade. Um... But I mean, you're a professional at this, so. But so, but what people don't know is the bald head is harder to cut than a regular haircut. Yeah, I bet. I, I'm already knowing, like, and that's and that's. People and that's, don't know that the bald. They think that it's just drip, drip, drip. No, yeah. it's not that. The Literally. bald head is harder. Yeah, I, I, I've cut some bald heads, but I haven't, um, I haven't like realistically done it so often to the point that it's like. I got up my own routine for them. So, you know, bring the ball here, clients. But, yeah. Um, so, so you, so you, 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 you got it, like a lot of relationships with this whole barber stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of relationships. What would you say is like your, your favorite relationship, like out of all the like celebrities or, you know, clients you've had. Because I, I know, like, they'll call you or hit you up out of nowhere or something like that. Like, the studios and the record labels, record labels like Sony Records, mm-hmm. Def Jam, you know, um, Zamba, all of those, like Jimmy Iovine and those guys, Interscope Records, 
because I did music videos. And then we're talking about future. Then we're talking about people that, that are big time, like Jesse Collins Entertainment. Jesse, Jesse and I did an R. Kelly video together. I saw him in Atlanta. Oh, I yeah. T.I. for Rhythm and Flow, this T-shirt, this TV show that he produces. He, and I kept looking at him, he kept looking at me. But we did the music video on 08 in Chicago. So and he was the director of the music, oh, music video. So, so he walks up to me while I'm getting prepared for T.I. And he was like, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? He's like, Jesse Collins. He's like, man, you just like that. I said, Jesse Collins. He said, we worked together in Chicago. I was like, ah! And he's the one that produces all the big, all of the award shows in the world. Mm. From Grammys to everything. Yeah. He produces all of it. That's his, that's his, that's his baby. He's the executive producer of that. That's so I've seen those guys how, how, up the, I've seen those guys like Mr. Boom. Boom's how, World. How, how, how old were you when you was, you know, in them environments? Probably like 40 maybe. Oh, okay, late okay. 30s. Late 30s, 40s. That's so. How old were you when you cut your first levity? Um, probably like 33, 34. 33, 34. Yeah, like 33, 34. But no, actually, my first celebrities was like, like a boxer. I was doing comedians mm. as I was coming up. It still counts. I'll take. I was it. doing comedians, like neighborhood comedians, mm -hmm. like our dudes and stuff. That from the South Suburbs. So you said you were uh, cutting Judge Mathis as well, right? Mm -hmm. how, how how was how was that? Were, were you so like were you, were you traveling for that? We take care of Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's it's solid because I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't even think Judge Mathis was in, was in Chicago as much. Mm -hmm. And you said you was working with Ari Kelly, mm -hmm. Ti, and stuff. Who was, who was, did they give you any problems when all you was cutting them? Like, cause I know it's like, you know, a lot, a lot of, yeah, a, a lot of everybody in the seats is calm. But, well, you know, it, they had but, problems that but, they had in their life or with the business or whatever. So they could bring that, they could easily bring that energy to the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and let it spill off on you. So, so what made you want to like keep going? Like, just as, just as a barber, um, being young. Like, were, were you trying to become a celebrity barber, or was I, it? Oh, I, man, I took off. I took off with it because there was only one guy in Chicago doing it. Mm. And it was a timing thing. It was, it was all about the timing. Yeah, that's it was not all cool. about the timing. Yeah. So that definitely. Cause it seemed like, it seemed like, so it seemed like there's a little bit more, I'll say, celebrity barbers in Chicago, uh, more traveling barbers in Chicago. Yeah, we opened up the opportunity for them. I took a lot of no's. I took a lot of no's. Yeah. I took a lot of no's so that the barbers could have a yes. The other guy that started, he he took a lot of no's so that I could have yes. For sure. Then I took tons of no's. And I did it one haircut at a time. These guys think that it's super, like, super easy, but they don't even know that half the jobs that go through Chicago, they come to our, they come to our desk first. So, they come to his desk first. So if I can't do it, he can't do it. We just let it fly in the wind. Mm -hmm. And then somebody gets an somebody opportunity. Is. But we could gobble it up. We could gobble it up if we want to. Uh, pause. I feel that. Um, you feel that, huh? Huh? You say you feel that? Nah, I, nah I, I for sure understand that. But let me ask you this: uh, When you, what would you say about the prices? Like, cause you know the price is forty, fifty, sixty dollars now. And what were y'all, what were you charging when you was in the shop? Shop prices at that time was union. It's a union scale. It's a barber union scale. At that time, bar, a base haircut was eighteen dollars. Full thing was twenty five. I would get 30, 35 for every haircut. I remember the barber used to play eight. Y'all used to do 18 so y'all can get well, that. Like, dude, and it was, right. It was, it was, so we could just throw you the dub. You like, yeah, you get so it. you can throw yeah. the dub. Then you add the five for the face. Yeah. Or or, or, or another $3 for the razor. So, so it was like. You would like that for the add-ons. 
So, but you couldn't change the base price mm -hmm. of 18. Yeah. The so, add-on add razor. Everything. Add-on face, beard, goatee, mustache. That could be like another seven, eight bucks, 10 bucks. So it could come out yeah. to like 27 bucks. Here then you get the 30. 27 bucks, and you get a 20 and a 10, and then he'll give you a five for 10. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't get as many tips as more anymore. Because I know, cause I know it's because it's fifty dollars or whatever, you know. But you know, I'm gonna go by the market, like you said. You told you me earlier. Know what the demographic is and in what in what area you're cutting. Yeah, I th uh, I started at perfect. Yeah, I started at five, ten, fifteen in college, but now I've been doing. Uh, I started at 40, 45, 50, 60, um, for special services, but like. I don't know. I definitely see what you mean, but I ain't a lot. I caught I caught this blessing quick. Mm -hmm. I, I I learned I, I learned how to cut hair at the right time. Yeah, you did. At the right time, yeah, you did. Prices went up like ASAP. Mm -hmm. And when COVID, like imagine, man, I didn't even understand when people felt like they didn't have no haircut during COVID. Like I had a haircut every time. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. It was it was definitely something to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be grateful for this one. But I was doing a lot of uh doing a lot of YouTube videos, watching how to cut hair, and then and then ended up going to school. But I did a lot of my practice in school. Did a lot of a lot of my practice in school and learned how to cut hair, trying different people. But once I got to like the straight hair it was just, it was really hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I was, oh, yeah. I was sweating. Yeah. Like, and I, and I think, well, I believe, like, I used to be. I, I know I used to like I would nick I would nick with some of my clients. I ain't gonna lie. Did you nick you nick a couple of your clients in the beginning? But yeah. like, I, I should have just. I, was in the salon, I just never should have. My liners would be too too sharp. Yeah. I ne I didn't know how to properly set them. So I had to learn how to do that. I should have never used um, a razor so early in the game. That was my problem because, like, the razor was what was kind of hurting me, just uh, um, mm -hmm. learning how to use. But um, I'll definitely say, like, in order for me to to like to keep getting better at what I was doing, I needed to actually cut myself. And cutting myself was actually probably the best thing I did. That's how I really learned how to get a better haircut. Like when I learned new different like guidelines, that's when I that's when I finally You can leave my goatee alone. I'm trying to I think I'm well you can I'm trying to grow it a little I'm trying to grow it a little bit thicker because I see it's growing, so we'll see. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Um but you know what I'm, I'm getting beamed up now. Look great. It's coming along. Yeah, but I, like I said before, yeah. it was just a lot of uh, testing when it came to cutting my own hair. Mm -hmm. I started cutting my own hair and I started learning different type of ways to fade. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use this. You know, when I cut this person hair, mm -hmm. but. I don't know. I got I got real good when it when it came to fading, like. But I was just always trying to like get a clean fade. But then I realized if I use the liners like you like you was just telling me, yeah. um, it gets just bald out the bottom. And like even the smallest details are important when you cut yeah. hair. Like going like going over it, brushing it down, it's so important. Like you can see a whole different haircut. Yep. Like, Especially, especially like even when you're like I got some clients that know or know my potential, and I'll think like, okay, maybe it is, you know, sharp, sharp, or whatever. Yeah. But then, I, like I had a client like I think like a week or two ago, and he was just like, yeah, just go ahead and hit it like one more time. And I'm not gonna lie, like it was sharper, but it's just, you know. A good chance to to make sure, like, because these clippers you can't really get them out the, the beauty supply. You gotta get them in the hood. Yeah, you, you you literally gotta get them modified 
and everything. And mm-hmm. that's, I got wild clippers modified. I modify my own clippers. Yeah. I literally got my all my clippers modified from this uh, Instagram page, Steve Barber is. But they can they been getting right for years, and it's like an extra twenty. I'll say it's an extra twenty from the actual clipper, and it's worth it. I'll take the other side one day. But other than that, like I just I think like when I started cutting hair, it was a lot of like. It was a lot of doubting, because I, 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 I didn't even think I can really gain that, that knowledge quick yeah. and, and skill. That's the first time I gained a skill outside of playing a video game. Mm. And um, I just say something I was grateful for, so I'm just going to continue to keep on cutting. Don't like, stop. Yeah. Like, it's not, I, I can't, I, I'm going to say this. I can't cut everybody in the city. I'm not saying I'm the best barber. Well, I'm going to be the best barber to myself, for sure. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to cut everybody. You're the best barber to the people you cut. Yeah. That's all you know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. That's the difference between you and my barber. Yeah. Best barber to the people I cut. I like that. And, can't, and barbers tend to think, barbers tend to forget that yeah. their clients are the ones that make make them good. Yeah, like, <laughs> like literally. They, they could be like, this dude is boo and... I'll be like, you only do it to your clients. Exactly. Like, come, come cut my clients. Like, if your client literally know your client, <laughs> come cut my clients. <laughs> like, your client will literally know. Like, yeah, that, like that, that's how you know when somebody cheating on you, cheating on your barber or something. Because it's like, because because you, your client will literally know. Like, oh, this not as faded as normally how it is. You know what I'm saying? So, but you can tell, like, as a barber, like when someone doesn't. Someone didn't, I mean, the, the haircut doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, like, I can't cut everybody, but I know my, I know, like, my clients even know when, when, when it could be cleaner or, or it could be sharper. And that's how you learn. And I'm willing to learn, you know. Even with, um, like going to barbers, like I don't even, I, I, I don't even know if I ever asked any, if I ever had like conversations with a, like an older barber, like 20, 30 plus years, like that's something I'll say, like I, I feel like I've never had. Like, even, a lot of guys out Because even with my barbers I used to have, like I had about three barbers my whole life. First one, and he ended up getting locked up, but I'm be the best one. <laughs> But the second one was um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second one, they get barber license in jail. Yeah. The second one, he was out out west. He was pretty decent. I I was messing with him. Um, he was a Jamaican barber called Manny. Um, but yeah, shout out to Manny, man. He got me right every time, especially for prom. But I had another barber called um, well, what's am I called? I had another barber named what's his name? Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. Like, yeah. 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 I don't. I, I don't. I I gotta start looking at it. I gotta start having that vision of it. it that is a career. It's a career. It's not a hustle. Yeah. It's a career. It's, it's, I made. I made. I made. I was in barber school. I made. I made. I made. I made. Um, I think I made $48,000 in barber school. 48000 And I went to barber school part-time, and I was in the shop part-time. So I mean 48000 part-time in the barber shop. And I was in barber school. Right. And my tuition was 4500 So how many times did I pay for barber school? Ten times, plus 3000 Yeah, I was about to say that. I made forty-eight. I would keep up with my money, and at the end of the year, I would tally it. Call it a day. When I got in, then when I went back full time into the shop, I think I jumped from 48 to maybe 60, 62. Like that chain. Thanks. Well, this was a gift. It's real hard. This is one of the best pieces of barber, barber clippers I've seen my whole career. I, there's been many times I was going to buy, buy stuff from people. I never did. My boss on one of my TV shows gave me this as I rap gift. And it's hard. It's heavy. It, it's a clipper. It's clippers. These are clippers. 
That's why I wear it. And yeah, it's I a clipper on the necklace. It's, it's solid. This is the best out of my whole 20-some years. This is the best pair of clippers I've seen as far as the jewelry. Wow. And I need, this is the only pair I've worn. Yeah, I need people me People would give me stuff I wouldn't wear. People would give me barber poles I wouldn't wear. So when people see that, do they say like... Um, What's this? Oh, you're a barber? No, they already know the deal. Uh, they'll say something like, oh, you're a barber. Oh, uh, they already know they, who you are. They'll say, nope. They'll be like, oh, you a barber? They hit you like that. Uh, tight. Yeah. Like hit, hit you with that. But this, I'm thinking about taking it and I'm thinking about putting some stones in it to Jewelers Row on downtown. Putting some stones in it. What material is it? I, I don't know. I know it don't change. Hey. I know it ain't changing. I know that much. And I love it. It's the first pair of clippers I really enjoyed. Let me know when you're almost done. Yeah, I normally try to have like the, how, how 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 you think it's going? It's going good. You, you gotta hit. You gotta hit. You gotta hit. You gotta. You gotta hit. You gotta hit the hit the questions like the stuff that you want to know or you want people to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, you know you can keep playing it like you're getting your hair cut. Yeah. I I, I something pops I, up. I just know. Um, oh yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, cause I'm, cause, cause I'm, I know I'm gonna be doing a lot of this. Like, I gotta mess with the, uh, the sound and shit. So, but no. Well, so other than that, you have, have you ever done anything like community-wise, help, uh, helping others out and shit? I think my first project was I would go back to drug drug facilities and cut hair for like yeah. three dollars. I went to back to school. Well, this wasn't back to school. This was during school, and this was in 2000 right here, December December 5th, 2000. Oh. We were in the computer. This is one of the schools in the community, and we were in the computer lab. As you see, they got old computers. Oh wow! Me and the old, me and my guy, I was the owner. And then they, I was cutting this little boy here, and they interviewed me in the caption in the, in the local newspaper. That's actually crazy. And, how... and, and the school ended up allowing us to get paid ten dollars a haircut too. Wow. Yeah. And that was that was. We a... took that to the school. And that was uh, what school was that? That was a school. I think it was Franklin School. Wow, that's that was crazy. On, on the suburbs. Wow, that's that's a legendary moment. Yeah. I, I, so don't uh, don't play. Yeah, I, I love the plaque, for sure. So what would you say to, uh, for the young barbers and stuff? Younger barbers? My thing is with the younger barbers and any barber is, man, stay humble. Like, I don't like hearty, I don't like barbers. It's easy, it's, it's almost like riding a bike. Once you get to learning how to ride a bike, a person puffs his chest out, he starts popping wheelies on the bike and things like that. Barbers do the same thing when they make their first $500 or their first $300, and then it goes up, and they they haven't been raised to be humble, some of them, because you get some kids that that are envious of others, or mm -hmm. they compete, 
And it's almost like an artist. And I always say this. You got Da Vinci. You got, um, what's the other one with the C? Um, Leonardo Da Vinci. And you got all, all of those. All of those guys in that era. They're all artists. Right. But guess what? They were all, they were all great artists. Yeah. Three. Three great artists. And I bet they didn't have problems with each other. But guess what? They kept creating the art. Because they were all like on one team. They were not even if they weren't even on the same team, but they had their own following. Mm. And they had art lovers. So that's so people collected their pieces. That's and that's what the, that's how they got the audience. Well, that's a razor. I I had that sketch. That's a razor. You see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think of it like that. They're all artists. And Barbara's an artist. That's why it's called tonsorial artist. That's, that's guess. another name for a barber. Tonsorial. tonsorial artist. I'm a tonsorial artist. Tonsorial artist. Now, I definitely feel that when it comes to, like, actually doing it. Because that's the only way you will learn and be versatile. And learn how to do other type of styles of hair. Like, I remember like last summer, mm-hmm. like um, I I had I mean I didn't cut them, but when I threw the wig, I don't know if you ever seen the video when I I had threw the wig on uh, one of my clients' hair on his head. Yeah, like that was something. I kn- excuse me. I knew that I could. Um, I know I I knew I could definitely cut his hair, but it was a matter of, you know, cutting this different type of style of hair. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm throwing a wig on his head. Yeah. And then trying to throw a wig on his head, it's like, it's like you gotta be versatile. I feel like that's I feel like that's when you know when you said earlier like you gotta like stay ready, you gotta like be ready, because, because mm-hmm. I know like back then. When people nowadays is a lot of appointments, everybody doing appointments. Back then, you in the barbershop, and then somebody come in and they didn't wash their hair, or they got different type of hairstyles, or straight hair, and they need a barber like right now. That's when you do it. You know what I'm saying? I did, I did appointments my whole entire career. A whole time career. That's good. My first, I did. A, I, I did. I did walk-ins my one time. One time. How'd you like it? It was cool. It, it helped me get ready, but my whole entire career, I did appointment only. Yeah, I did only. And I, start, and I was thorough with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I was never late. I didn't allow my clients to be late. I did appointments every thirty minutes, and I was on it. Yeah, that's exactly how I get through all my straight appointments. And I required my clients to call if they weren't coming, and to text or call or pay or anything. When they were gonna be late. Yeah, at least. Like, yeah. I know what you mean. The barbers need to be humble. They need to stop being so aggressive. First of all, what are you competing? You're you're competing. You're competing to have the best haircut online. Yeah. And to have people come in your place. What about? What about cutting one head and getting paid the price of 40, 50, 60, 70 heads, 80 heads? What if you what if I get paid one a price for their whole week? No. Of no. one head. That's how it could literally be if you That's cut. how it is. Well, yeah. It's not literally nothing. That's how it's been for my last 17 years in the TV film and celebrity industry. I'm going to get paid three days next week, this week. Three days this week, that's going to equal up about 10 barbers, 10 barbers monthly salary. All right, talk your shit, man. <laughs> three days. Three days. Out of state. Oh, where are you going? Room, airport, room, airplane, per diem, everything. Lunch, free food, all that. Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, do a lot of work there. And, and that's why I tell barbers to be humble because they need to know why they're competing against dudes that are on the same block as them. Exactly. You're, you're competing for the customer on the street 
or are you competing to be better so you can go to the next level in the business? I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that's a natural thing. You, I feel like that's a natural human. Dudes don't be liking each yeah. other. Yeah, but dudes don't be liking each other. They say you boo boo. Yeah. They say you. This. But that, but that's a natural state. Everybody always want to compare. It. You always want to compare. Everybody. I ain't you, never compare. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you be comparing. No, but, I'm okay. but like, it is a. I feel like a lot of people is used to doing that. Just, just when it comes to like. You, someone else learns another skill. You know they learn the same skill, so it's like I don't know. But hey, that's but but but, but but that's what makes you stand out when you know you're not competing, you know. And, and you know you're humble. Yeah, when you're humble. It's well, like, all right, I might I might need to call a, a dude in the city to stand in for me to do something. Tell me about these achievements that you got. Oh, look at all look at all that work I did. That's all work. Look at Soul Train Awards, Judge Mathis, Film Crew, Peace, the Peace is Spike Lee. That's forty I'm in the I'm forever in the forty acres in the mule. Look at the hat, the Super Bowl hat, Super Bowl forty one. Which one? Or, with the orange with the orange on it. Yeah. Right there. That's in Miami. That's why I was orange and blue. Look at the Chirac with the red, black, and green. That's official. That's official forty acres in the mule. Um, and I got a lot of trophies over Yeah, them trophies and, and years coming up in the barber industry. That's the only place I used to compete. That's the only place you ever saw me competing. Is to get big, big, big trophies. How you feel about and those money. trophies? I love those. Those are more far. Those are more important to me than all the money that I want with them. The money's a lot. I told my kids, I said, at my funeral, take my trophies and do a slideshow. Of all the years I was cutting hair, Absolutely. all the years you you got haircuts, and tell the people, both of y'all stand up there and say, "This is who my dad was." Yeah, that's deep. I mean, that's feels deep. good. Yeah, that's <laughs> heart, didn't it? Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like, man, what, what I'm gonna do at my funeral? They don't want to hear. They don't want me to talk that talk. But they, I want people to. They can walk up and say, this is who my dad was. Yeah. I saw him getting up at 2 in the morning to make a 6 a.m. flight to fly out to L.A. I go hard in the paint. Like, I don't want them to have nothing I, I ain't have. So, whatever I have, Being your guess what? They have. Whatever I have, yeah. they have. I don't care if it's 10 pair of jogging pants, 10 pair of jeans, shoes, money, whatever. They will experience Yep, Everything that I've had, traveling out of the country, um, traveling out of the country, all type of stuff like that. But it's been a good, it's 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 a good business. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what's next. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm what, what is troubleshooting. Next? What's next? What is next? You know, um, I got some stuff on the burner that I'm still tweaking and thinking about, but I know it's, it's gonna come a, It's gonna come to an end. Where am I gonna stay? I'm, I'm still relevant in the game after 17 years. In 22 plus years, I'm still relevant. Right. Like, there are people that know my name, there are people that don't know my name, but I'm still relevant to where I am in my career. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm still relevant. So, you know, maybe, maybe put bar more barbers in the game, next level with yeah. their careers, teach them how to teach them how to work with artists, things like that. Do an agency. You know you never yeah. know. I like the agency. But barbers, but Yeah, I I definitely I definitely agree on being humble and having a business like this mm -hmm. or having a career like this. Cause like I feel like it definitely takes you a long way yeah. when you being humble, you know what I'm saying? Because it brings the right blessings that you need to have. Brings the right and the, energy. And, and the right energy. And it's like, you know, the more humble you are, you know what I'm saying? Don't be wrong. It's, it's, it's great to talk, talk, talk your talk, you know what I'm saying? But I let others hey, talk my talk. I right. My, and that's all that really matters. Like, I let my act. I, 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 I ain't even got to say too I'll much. I'll put something online. I'll put, I'll put something online. Talk about that. Get mad, get mad that you, get mad that you don't know how to do this. Yeah. Get mad that you don't know how to meet this, reach this certain person. Get mad, at, get mad at that. Don't get mad at me. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad. Yeah. 
Don't get mad at us. I don't talk barber. I don't talk barber with guys that that um, don't understand that have that, that that aren't humble. I don't bring that type of barber around me. Yeah. I don't. I've never have. You can ask my sons. They mess. They've seen tons of barbers. They seen barbers online. They would tell me, oh, "I like him. I like him." I would go, "Okay." I'll let them like them. You know, I don't have to. I don't. I don't. I don't have to tell. But they do know that everybody has a different journey. <laughs> and my journey was solid and built. Nobody gave me my journey. I yeah. built it. I earned it. I earned people's trust to give me referrals and things like that. So, hey. all that—that's good stuff. Look at that. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I ain't even gotta look at it, man. It should be pretty good. I'm not gonna look at it, man. It should be okay. Y'all rate it. Y'all tell me how it is. You know. Hopefully, I did what you want me to do. Yeah. End off the video. Hey, I look clean. I don't mind. I don't. Yeah, I looked at it. I was looking when you were. No. As long as you got my line straight, you know, I got a little ball spot on the right side, but. In your line? Nah, like, I had messed myself up when I first started. But. It's, it's, it's for life? Yeah, it's for life. Like, you see it? It's cool. I mean, you can't really see it, but you did it perfectly, though. Line is straight. Cuts by JB. Can't complain. Um, we can leave off on humble. We can leave off on humble, man. The word today, <laughs> the word today is being humble. The word for this episode is being humble. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. After you, you know, retire, I'm gonna slide in. You know what I'm saying. But <laughs> but we gonna pray on that. But we gonna be humble about it. We gonna be humble about it. We gonna be humble about it. But um, I'm gonna close it off so. Push it yeah. on this plate. Yeah. Chop Talk, episode five. We're done. And we're going to end it off there. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate you. Like the it. official John, JB Bivens. JB Bivens on Instagram. On Instagram. J A Y B E E B I V I N S. At JB Bivens.